This episode is sponsored by Better Help. What is the first thing that you would do if you had an extra hour in your life? Oh, the first thing I just thought was, oh, I'm going to need more than an hour to fit that stuff in. But uh, the fact is a lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. I know that is for me. That's a big thing, uh, especially you get older. <laughs> um, and the question, you know, time for what? What would you do? Would it actually make you feel better? What is it that you feel you're missing in order, you know, that that would make it better? Um, and and one of the ways to sort of help figure out that out is is therapy. It can help you find out what matters most to you so you can do more of it or focus on what it is that you're spending your time on that that maybe isn't giving you that that sort of fulfilling experience. Um, and it's interesting because a lot of times people talk about therapy or they talk about mental health or it's about uh, trauma or it is about, you know, like like a, a great amount of pain or anything. And those things are all very valid and everything. But also, you know, in some ways there's stumbling blocks. Uh, there is sort of a, a, something indefinable that you're having a hard time getting to that maybe is stopping you from feeling as confident as you can, as good as you can. And, you know, therapy uh, is, is one way to go after that. If you are thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, is designed to, be, designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire, you'll get matched with a licensed therapist. You may switch therapists at any time you like for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You're listening to the iFanboy Pick of the Week podcast, episode 155, sponsored by InStock Trades, Netflix, and the Windy City Comic Con. I heard this! I heard that! What do I believe? It's on again! Hello, welcome to the iFanboy.com Pick of the Week podcast, Hello. episode 155. My name is Connor, I'm here with Ron. Hello! And Josh. Balls. We are iFanboy, and we like comics, and we read comics, and every week we read a bunch of comics. One of us picks the best one they read that week, writes about the website, we talk about it in this here podcast, along with other books of interest. Uh, that's what we do for the show. Reminder for everybody that this is talking about the books of the week, so there'll be spoilers. If you don't want to have your, sh your book spoiled, pause the show, come back when you're done. It'll be more fun for you. <clears throat> and we're all here together. Yay! Um, yeah, I was uh, in... And Ron's got the pick. I was in England last week, and so I missed the show. Mike Romo did a very good job. I listened. It's weird listening to your own podcast when you're not on it. But um, I'm having deja vu right now. I'm <laughs> why? I think we've had this conversation. We all say it when we come but back. But yeah. before I got into the review, I did want to talk that while I was in London, I'm, I did get, was lucky enough to meet a lot of iFanboy uh, of the iFanbase. Uh, which was Too really right. cool. Which is really cool. So um, if you are in England and I met you, or I didn't meet you, it's cool. We know you, we know you exist. That's <laughs> it's awesome. It's cool either yeah, way. Thank you. We know, like but it was, you are. No, it was really yeah. cool. It was really kind of weird to hear people with accents being like, I love the iFanboy. And so it was very weird. But is it was that cool. what they sounded like? No, I have no idea. There was one, <laughs> there was one very friendly gentleman who was very friendly. So I'll leave it at that. So, anyway. you know, you was there any cupping? There was no cupping. You there was want to no come around the flat after? <laughs> I, I really like the show. I like to show my appreciation. <laughs> um, but Never it was very... a nice bed. Show me on the doll where he touched you. 
Well done. Um, but Balls. It was, but it was even better to be back in uh, the United States and be able to get my comics on Wednesday because I missed them last week. Um, and uh, I joked when I uh, did my pull list on iFanboy.com. I, I think I joked to both both of you and I said, wow, apparently I buy comics again. <laughs> Because the past couple of weeks have been pretty pretty light. You had a five book week. I had five book week. I had a seven book week, and then uh, nineteen books. Crazy eighteen yeah. books for me. I think next week is going to be worse. Next week is really bad. Um, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so I read them, and there are a lot of good books. And I found myself, you know, kind of staring at four titles. And at the when the dust settled, <laughs> I really, really, I had to give it to. He runs circular laps. Yeah, <laughs> much like the Flash. Um, I had to give it to uh, the Final Crisis Rogue's Revenge, issue number three of three, uh, a Final Crisis tie-in miniseries written by Jeff Johns, drawn by Scott Collins. And why did I pick this? Because it was awesome. Because it was awesome. (laughs) And because of the Final Crisis tie-ins, this is the one that I was the most excited about. Uh, And I I wax poetic on iFanboy.com, my review about Jeff Johns and his run on The Flash previously. And if you are a recent listener of um, iFanboy, you know that uh, there have been some issues with the current Flash series. Lots of them. Lots they came out this week as well. They came out this it? week. We're not going to talk about it. I, I didn't drop I, I don't it. want that book to exist because it's so bad. And um, although for a moment I thought they were going to kill the kids. Every, every month I'm like, maybe this will be the month. Maybe they'll kill the kids. But, um, and I thought that also in Rogue's Revenge, but it didn't happen. But essentially, um, uh, one of the key parts of Jeff John's original run of The Flash back in, uh, a few years ago was that he really built up the world of The Flash. The, um, the, the rogues were a big part of it. The cops were a big part of it. There was a, there was a, a, a great supporting cast. He created a whole world that now has returned for this. this yeah, and so, and so, but since he's left, the other writers really haven't paid attention to that world that John's brought, the de- attention to detail or the, the development of characters or anything like that. They're too busy with beefy kids. Yeah. Ooh, I don't remember. Like, like he left. Yep. And who took over after that? I don't even remember. I don't even know. I, don't, I, mean, I have no it was, memory of that. Like, it was it just an immediate huge drop in quality? I no, don't think no. so. It, I don't it remember it being along kind of averagely. And then it went away. And then and then the whole and then the the whole infinite crisis thing happened. And right. Then, and then and they restarted it at one yeah. with um, Bart. That I remember. With yeah. no, the writers were uh, the, the, Flash, the Flash TV oh, writers. Yeah. You're, oh, uh, DeMeo and um, right, right. Uh, the other one who didn't do a good book. Bilson. 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 Yeah. Bilson. Rachel, Rachel Bilson's, Bilson's dad. dad. Yeah. yeah. Which, um, so Rachel Bilson called me. Um, and then that was slagged her dad off, dude. Okay. That was no good. And then, and then, and then Mark Guggenheim, and then, yeah, well, yeah, and then Mark Wade. It's, it's been a whole mix. The Guggenheim issues weren't bad. The Guggenheim issues weren't well, they were, bad. They weren't bad. Um, but whatever. So it's been a very rough few years, and um, so having Jeff Johns back writing the Rogues, and also specifically not just having Jeff Johns back, but the, what I realized after reading this was that the Rogues haven't been treated with the respect or the well writing that they deserve. They got pulled into the whole killing uh, Bart. And then they got pulled in with Countdown, and all this kind of crap happened. Um, didn't the, didn't the trickster die? Yeah, there's a new Countdown? trickster in here. It's, it's a new trickster. It's not the same trickster. Oh, I thought. Okay. No, he's, he mentions this is before my time a oh, couple yeah. times. Yeah, right. this is anyway, a trickster. So, um, so the this this kind of three issue miniseries. I saw less as uh, a Final Crisis tie-in and more as the redemption of the rogues and Jeff Johns kind of taking his characters back. Um, and then also, as I mentioned in my review, this is really just a prelude to Flash Rebirth. Oh, totally. Yeah, I mean, this is... I mean, and it's so much so that this issue ends with the baddest of ass uh, full-page Barry Allen drawing by Scott Collins, which as much as you like, might like Ethan Van Skyver, I wish Scott Collins was drawing yes, Flash Rebirth. Yes, yeah, absolutely. But... Um, and it's funny because going back to the rogues thing, and I'm, I also mentioned this in my review as well. What really put me over the top was so in this issue, um, basically, it's the, this series started off with uh, 
uh, Libra mm-hmm. making an offer to the rogues, and the rogues kind of giving Libra the finger and going, yeah. "We don't want to be a part of your thing." And then Libra tried to make a new rogues, and they in the last issue they beat them up, but all and but they destroyed they, they destroyed them. the new rogues. But also in addition to that, they were exploring their characters. Last issue we had Captain Cold and his father. It was a great. Issue. This issue we had Weather Wizard and coming to terms with the fact that he killed his brother, and, and also has and has a son and stuff like that. Um, but then also uh, we see uh, Professor Zoom or whatever, or Solomon, Hunter Solomon, oh, yeah. um, the reverse Flash, takes on Inertia, who was the villain who orchestrated the death of Bart and used the rogues in that as a pawn. He takes him under his wing to make him Kid Zoom or Kid Anti-Flash or whatever, and the rogues get their revenge on him. And it was one of those moments where, you know, I know it fit the story, but I think it also was a commentary on what John's thought of what's happened with the rogues, because when they finally defeat him, and they all have their guns pointed at him, and they make it clear, saying, "You know, know well that this isn't for my for Kid Flash. This isn't for my son." Whether it says, they point their guns, and say, "This is for a one effed up year," and like it's almost like this kind of commentary that John's is just like, "You guys have been screwing it up, and now I'm taking it back." Yeah, and You're taking them all back. I'm taking them all back. Josh, you should definitely you should be reading. You should have read this. This was such a it good, was so good. It was so the so mini. Good. The mini itself was yeah. fantastic. Um, I didn't even read John's Flash. I know, but you didn't really need to. That was the thing. It's just it was so. So, so good. I really liked everything. The characterization in this was really strong. You forget yeah. that that these were scary people when, when Johns wrote them, and they hadn't really been for a while, and now they're back to being really scary villains. Yeah, and it's funny because t- towards the end, they're dealing with the fact, because basically the whole idea was that the, the rogues were just trying to come to terms with what has happened, and then they wanted to get out. They were retiring. Captain Cole was like, no, I've had enough. This is, you know, whatever. But then the rules kind of changed because now Barry Allen is back, and they they... They discuss it. The rogues discuss it, and Captain Cold is the one saying, hey, "Listen, you know, with the uh, with the older Flash, it's you know, it's it's not you know, it's it's he's old, and we kind of you know tolerate him. With the with Wally, it was it, like was it was like a game. It was like a game. There were rules, there were lines, but he say Barry Allen doesn't screw around." They're, they're afraid of Barry Allen. Yeah. That was one of the greatest conversations in the book is yeah. they're discussing the fact that now Barry's back. They're all frightened because yeah. Barry doesn't fuck around. And, and when Barry finds out what happened, he knows they're gonna, he's going to come for him. Yeah. And so they're saying, you know, the, the whole game has changed. We can't get out of it. And while that's all yeah. happening is intercut with, with Barry running. And yeah. then at the end, he's running right at you or them, depending on. So how. Wally was kind of a punk. Well, no, it was a punk. Like, but it was he, almost. It was almost like you know in um you know in in remember in Looney Tunes when um there was the sheep and there was the um and the coyote and they would punch in they had the clocks and they had like this professional respect it was like a job yeah I always got that feeling that the rogues and Flash like this is what we do this is the dance we're gonna do this and you're gonna try to stop us but you, they never killed they never they never crossed that line and admittedly that was the reason why killing Kid Flash was so out of character for them because they crossed that line and them dealing with it now how that then that would make Wally ineffective. Because he wasn't actually stopping them. He wasn't around yeah. at that point. He was gone. Kid Flash was the Flash. So right, Wally no, wasn't but, around when, when they crossed the line. Right, true. No, they, no I, think, I, I, I think it wasn't effective. He stopped them, but like the, the game was different. Mm. The game you know? changed. And while the game with, with Barry was, it, it seems to be, you know, like, he says, you know, it, it, Captain Cole says, if Barry is back, then there are no more rules to follow in this universe. Like, kind of anything goes because he was as ruthless as, as we should be. And it's you know if that's setting up what the story with Barry's going to be. I'm looking forward to. I mean, as much as I I've, I don't want Barry back, I've come to terms with it. I'm looking forward to a badass Barry comic by Jeff Johns. From that Scott Collins pinup, it looks like he's. I mean, he's angry. Yeah, he's you know, at the, the. He has a giant front forearm. It's coming at you, it's Kirby style. You. Yeah, I know. But um, <laughs> but yeah, and he's like the kid. He's got really big arms. Yeah. So I just got to yeah. what, what is it October? So I just got to wait a few more months before Flash Rebirth comes. And when does it hit? It says coming next year. <laughs> yeah, it's early. <laughs> Jeff Johns is this thing of like setting you up for a comic and then going, now chill out. 
Hold on a little while. Yeah. Ah, oh, but it's so slow late. down. October two thousand nine. It's like, gonna be so fantastic. I just can't wait. This was a really good mini. This is probably the best Final Crisis related um, book. And that's the thing is that it didn't feel like other than than Lever being in it twice. It didn't feel like a Final Crisis. Book <laughs> well, the, I think it also. I mean, it's all tied in Barry being back and the they did everything's changed now because of whatever's happened in Final Crisis is happening. Right. And that's I think it's part of the. Yeah. It's all it's all connected. Is basically what I'm saying. It's all changing. And that's for part of the reason why we're not getting Flash until. Next yeah. year, is they have to have everything. Oh, just has to cancel end. the book then. Seriously, the no, final crisis has to end. Right? No, I just but to cancel the. Fl- I mean, Alan, what Burnett did, is doing on it is not. They're not canceling it, right? I mean, it's they're going to be two flash books. No, I think they're going to cancel. They're going to do what they do with Green Lantern. They're going to cancel it and start with one again. I oh, so rebirth the mini. Then they're going to restart. Yeah, yeah, I think they so. Just did that. I know. No, but they went back to the original numbering. It's up to two thirty-seven now. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they they went back after. That's really lame. When oh, Wally yeah, came, no, that's big. That's Wally, that's, yeah. When Wally came back, they went back to the original Wally numbering. Yeah, which was just really really dumb. Uh, yeah, it's up to 245. It was just... It, this, the, the Flash 245 that came out this week, it's just still not good. Just let it be 250-whatever. You know what I mean? Just do that Yeah. with your number ones. Basically, ah. they, they severely depowered Wally now, and now he can only go as fast as the speed of sound that's, with no explanation or anything. That's right. kind of awful. There was some in Flash 245. There was some uh, exploration of the Wally-Roy uh, Harper relationship. That's cool. Which was pretty cool. Yeah, no, it was good. And then there was I think, think Burnett's a good writer. I think he's just hammered by the, hampered by this, the scenario they've got him he in. He can't do anything. Yeah, I was he really, can't get rid of the kids, so... I was he really be, he's kids. got no... He can make no long-term plans. He has to tell one single story within there, so he's... I mean, yeah. that's, you could call it a limitation or just guidelines, but... Yeah. You're not really free to run, as it were. Ha! <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, all right, Ron, what else was good? So, yeah, so the, 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 the books that kind of came in, you know, kind of in a close second... Um, surprisingly, Astonishing X Men number twenty seven almost was the pick of the week. And Warren Ellis, Simone Warren Bianchi. Ellis, Simone Bianchi. Um, I really love what Warren Ellis is doing so far. I really love the characterization. I really love I just the dialogue. A bunch of people would be like, "Hi, Ron." <laughs> <laughs> no, I really, I really, really like. How it. did you feel and about the last? When the, the I was, I, I almost picked the last one as the pick of the week too because I. I um, Which is interesting because you don't love yeah. Ellis. I know I don't love Ellis, but for some reason this one was. Um, so they're they're investigating this. Uh, they found this box. Um, is there a head in the box? There's no head in the box. Gwyneth Paltrow was not in the box. Is there a dick in? The box? So they found this box. Nice. <laughs> They found this box. Jack, perhaps? <laughs> they, they found this box, and they're trying to figure it out, and they bring in Agent Brand from S.W.O.R.D., who's now dating Beast. And just there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of investigation and almost detective work. Was there and, dirty, sexy talk? No. And there was, in the box? Um, <laughs> well, because Warren Ellis usually does that with his female characters. No, no. Well, there was a lot of allusion to him and her and Beast and what they're going to do later and stuff like that. That's yeah, what I mean. That's what yeah, I there meant. was. Dirty, yes, sexy yeah, there was. Um, but it was really interesting because it, it kind of ex- further explored the, the Cyclops, you know, because at one point they're, they're arguing – and Brand is trying to take over the – like she's saying, this is sword business. And Cyclops is like, I'm sick of you saying that. It's not your business. It's our business. And he yells and he says, you know, he's like, he's like then I'll cut your head off and hide the fucking body to – you know, blah. And, and she's like, did you just say fucking to me? And there's, of course there's right. asterisks. And he's like – and then Beast is like, Scott, you just said fucking to my girlfriend. <laughs> and, then, and then Scott's like, what? Why, why is it a big deal? And Wolverine comes he's like, I heard it down the hall. You dudes, don't, don't curse like that. And it was a very funny exchange. It was like it was really good. Um, I just hate Simone Bianchi. I just I, I I I wanted to comment on that. I didn't buy this book, but I was just flipping through your issue. Yeah, he's really good. No, I, I no, he's really well, good. Hang on, the one thing that struck me in the last issue was I really like the layouts and I really mm-hmm. like the page structures. I think that's really cool. He, he, I don't like 
the way he draws Bran's glasses, Cyclops' visors, okay. costumes, the, that's a slight, the accoutrement. That's a slight stylistic thing, and I can see that because you have a pre-existing idea of what the X-Men yeah. look like in your head. But I'm looking at some of the pages and some of the... The layouts are awesome. The layouts are awesome. and The layouts also, are good. So the shapes and things that are going into it, like, yeah. there's a lot on that page, and it's good. And I don't know if this is the best book for it. Right. I also, really look I, at that. Wait, Connor, just a, yeah. there's a double-page spread of, uh, of heaven, this hidden, I no, it's, it's this hidden, Whatever. hidden place in China. That is a stunning piece of artwork. Yep. Yeah, no, no, it is. I'm not... I'm I mean, not, the guy, the guy is... Yeah. Guy, I don't love his, his, his style on everything, yeah. but I don't think it's... I mean... I didn't like him when he first did it, mm-hmm. um, the first issue, but mm-hmm. I, that looks pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I, still it's, not it's, I, just, I still don't really recognize close. the books right to exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, Alan Davis is coming soon. That's gonna be a problem for me because I think I've been really, well. Alan you know, Davis. you know what? Yeah, I mean, like the thing is, from what I understand, I, I got, I did some research and I got some more clarification. I don't think Bianchi is off the book. I think they're Davis having fill-ins to yeah. keep it on schedule. Well, let me, which is fine, I, I can't imagine you can do that on a monthly basis. Well, this yeah. was really late. I think wasn't it? It might have been. I yeah. Yeah, it couldn't so. be that late. It's, it must have taken a month just to do that double page spread. I know. I mean, I mean it, it, that that's pretty amazing artwork. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Spider Man's amazing. amazing. Amazing Spider Man number five seventy three. What do you what do you think? He didn't this? even real. He didn't even do that on purpose. That was how good wow. Josh is. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> it freaks me out because he's not holding a microphone. Yeah, it's totally. And I keep me thinking, out. Yeah. what is well, wrong? He needs a microphone. Um, <laughs> well, so he's just, just hanging out watching us do the podcast, and somebody just won't stop. I don't talking. even have to look. I can just turn around. <laughs> this is the last uh, issue of this arc, New which is uh, the Dan Slot, John Romita Jr. anti Venom arc. Um, what What have you, th- Connor? I was curious. What do you thought of this entire arc? I really Jesus Venom, right? Jesus Venom, anti Venom. Yeah, right. Yeah. He heals you. Um, I really, really enjoyed this arc a lot. I think this might be the strongest arc of the whole brand new day run. This is this was epic. better than the better than the. Marcus I love the Martin. Marcus Martin, but the story in that was pedestrian. This I was this 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 was really good. Green. This was Godwin. epic. This was epic. this is epic. Yeah. This was of an epic scale. Who wrote it? Uh, Slot. He wrote that other one too, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, he did actually. Well, Slot might be winning. Um, Slot definitely is winning. He wrote the two best arcs. The third I best arc. Was I, think Gu- I, like, I like Guggenheim. I like Guggenheim. Zeb Wells wrote my, my third favorite, the Snow one. Right, yeah. But I think Guggenheim's niche. Slot. There's a lot of um, the compartment. There's a lot of there's a big battle. There's uh, the Green Goblin. There's there's Harry and Norman Osborn. There's the flat uh, the Flash, the Venom and Anti Venom. There's a lot going on. I love this. I love the Green Goblin costume. I like that he's back in the Green Goblin costume. I like that he is back as a Green Goblin. Yeah. I don't like. I said this last time that that he's compartmentalized with the Thunderbolts, so we don't get to see Norman Osborn. Yeah, agreed. I don't like that Bullseye's Bullseye doesn't get used because he's Barely. no Thunderbolts. Yep. And I just it's. I don't have interest in the Thunderbolts. So now these yeah. great characters are stuck in this team well, that not, I don't... Let's not bitch about the Thunderbolts. Right, but I'm just yeah. saying that's... You know, you, you're reminded in this how good Green Goblin is as a bad, yeah. bad guy for Spider-Man. I like when the little touch... When they're fighting, they're going through the, the wall. I like the little touch yeah. where Norman Osborn built a... Um, Complex where he could see the, the George that Washington was Bridge. Badass, like Harry's talking to his girlfriend, and he's like, "Yeah, my dad had this built on a view of the George Washington Bridge. I don't know why." Yeah, and it's just like knowing what we know. Great little, great little piece of dialogue without any explanation, which was a great um, thing, and some really just great art. I love the way he draws Goblin. I love the way Romita draws Green, Green Goblin. Yeah, no, so so good, so so good. I really was, I really was impressed. This felt like I know this had that extra Stephen Colbert crap at the end. I didn't read that, part. Um, but I read about a this felt like this. I th- was this more than twenty-two pages of this? Uh, it felt thick. It felt so. meaty. So, um, yeah. So I, I, really, I uh, this was really good. Really liked it. Really, really. Liked What's it. who's up next? Do we know? When, uh, no idea. When, oh, it's a one. It's a one shot for Flash Thompson. Oh, okay. Which we, is um, almost the same as what happened with uh, Whitney in Smallville, where he went off to war. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Flash <laughs> Thompson. Flash Thompson off to war. <laughs> um, I liked when Peter. It's um, Guggenheim. I remember. I remember reading Guggenheim and somebody else. When Peter made out with uh, Harry's girlfriend, that was a great scene. 
Well, I, this yeah. is, I mean, really the dynamics in this, the relationships the dyna- are... The relationships are amazing. Yeah, yeah. really, really good. Josh, did you read any comics this week? Apparently, nothing that you guys. What did you read, about. Josh? I read I read the Roberts number two, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's funny because Roberts number one, you may remember, was the pick of the week. It's the story of uh, Boston Strangler and the Zodiac Killer. Have they been put in the uh, retirement home and they're, they they met each other? They found each other, and I finished it, <clears throat> I, and I liked it a lot. And I did worry for a second. I was like, oh, I hope this isn't the pick of the week again. <laughs> I, 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 thought, I thought about it. I, really I know, I know. Because it. It, it, was, it was good. I did I have... I think it crossed the line of creepiness for me. <laughs> well, it should. Yeah, it should definitely be creepy. I think the first half was really, really strong. And I thought the second half was less strong. Well, here's, what, here's the thing. Is that... It Still good, though. I give it a five. I, I have, so, I have I some, five too, some, yeah. some criticisms about it. I would probably give it a four. Um, I think that they had to... Do a story. Something had to happen, which is what happened. Which See, is I, don't, the second. I, I don't necessarily believe that. I think in a story this short, it can just be a conversation with two serial killers. Maybe, but the, my criticism would be that I was looking, the first half of it is literally all heads back and forth. The whole I love that. I love the conversation with them analyzing other serial killers. Oh, that was great. It, and I loved, loved, loved to see when they talk about themselves in the movies. Yes, no, that was good. I wanted I liked, more talk about Zodiac. I liked all of that stuff, but at a certain point, I was like, this doesn't really feel so much like a comic book. It isn't. It's not. I mean, it is, but it's. Oh well, no! I mean, like it's a comic book, but it's 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 a. I mean, but it's not. I know, but you know at the I mean? same yeah. time, I I was literally thinking, I was like, the artist must get tired, getting getting tired of drawing these same heads back and forth over and over again. Like no, but look at but look at the. I mean, the 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 portraits of the serial killers. No, I know or? that, but that's later. It's in the for, for second, third page, fourth page. Yeah, that's right. The beginning. Well, either way, I'm I'm just looking through one. it. There's the lots Berkowitz of heads and lots of stuff like that. I really, but the writing part of it, the actual dialogue, yep. and the intent, I thought was strong. It was, in fact, stronger than the issue before. Yeah. Right. Um, absolutely. Um, I will. I will argue. Well, not argue, but we'll say that about halfway through, I saw where it was going. I, I, I kind of, I, I maybe whatever, but I, I saw through the twist. You know? And I was fine with that. Yeah. I mean, it. it sometimes- but it was in character because the, the whole thing revealed was that Zodiac had sort of lost his touch for it and was he was well, Zodiac a, wanted the credit. No, but the thing is, like he he was Boston Strangler was still a serial killer, yes. and Zodiac wasn't. Yes, agreed. So when Boston Strangler sets Zodiac up for the murders that he commits, yeah. it makes perfect sense because yeah, he's still and, ruthless. And, and ultimately, he just wanted to be left alone too. That and was Zodiac wants to be known for who he is. So yeah. it was all it all perfectly fell into place. I thought it was. I, I really liked it. Um, I did too. Yeah, no. It was my it was my pick of the week. But. Creepy as hell. It was very creepy. I, I just loved the first half so much. I loved the little discussion between the guys about because you think that's what would happen if two serial killers met. They would discuss the other dudes that, that yeah. you know. And I, I want to be like, these criticisms are you know. I, no, no, I I'm, not, it, I'm not. Yeah. I think it was incredibly well written. Yeah, like, absolutely. In fact, I think it was better written than the first half. Yeah, no, it I agree. definitely was. Um, and I think that you're seeing the story. The Tony Curtis thing was funny. The Tony Curtis. Thing you're was seeing the story. I love. I, I was tempted to kill his daughter and say your dad maybe. <laughs> All right, story. Sorry. You're saying the story like you saw that because that's what had to happen. Yeah, yeah. Like at and that's a certain good. point, at a certain point, the story happens. Whether you know you either write it or you don't, and I think that's what what had to happen. But yeah, very good. They very need to good. collect this into one thing so you can give this to people because it's that's so so good. Well, I don't I'm know sure. if I give it to people. 
Well, no. Why, why are you giving me this? So, it's disturbing. Um, all right, real quickly, I want to remind everybody that the Windy City Comic Con is approaching. Uh, it is next week, this weekend, actually. This um, coming weekend. Yeah, Octo- October 25th in Chicago. If you live in Chicago or the Great Lakes area, there's no excuse not to go to this thing. Um, go to WindyCityComicCon.com. That's uh, WindyCityComicCon.com. Uh, for all the details, there's like 40 different creators. Many appearing. special guests are coming. You know, you know, know what I going to be there. I hear, yeah, I hear, I hear Ron, rumors. Ron from my fanboy is going to be there. Apparently, I'm going to be there. Hopefully, so. he'll sign my boob. Um, but boob? in addition, yeah. in addition to me, uh, Gene Ha, uh, Scotty Young, Mike Norton, um, Tim Seeley, Tim Seeley, uh, uh, lots of other people. Ron Richards, Barda. Yeah, you know, basically a lot, a lot of the Midwest uh, kind of talent are going to be if there. Anybody's uh, ever Chris been Chris going to be there. Yeah, <laughs> um, and there's some really great names. Go to windycitycomiccon.com. Check it out. It's only five bucks to get in. If you pre-register, you get a free gift bag with all this kind of cool shit. Um, and Ron will sign your boobs. I will sign your boobs. There's gonna be a party afterwards, so it's but gonna be fun. Please shave your boobs. Um, so I will be there, and I would love to see you come say hi if you see me. Um, you can actually you can talk with Tom Caters about uh, the Brewers. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. You can drink you. with Tom Caters, and <laughs> he would probably will be. Well, if they, let, if they let him in. <laughs> so, all right. Um, Final so Crisis. So Final Crisis Legion of Three Worlds. Number lost, two. Lost me. Two of five, Jeff Johns, George Perez. I would agree that... The, I couldn't. I tried. I really tried. The deep inside the Legion stuff was really too much, but yeah. the other stuff was fantastic. The Green Lan- the last Green Lantern, yeah, was great. Fighting all the stuff where they when they finally got to Superboy and fought him, that stuff was great. It was the yeah. beginning stuff where they were all. I couldn't get past the beginning stuff. Hey, I yeah. completely agree with you. I, I was yeah. my my eyes glazed over him for most of that stuff, but once the, the big battle happened, I was totally down for that, and I thought that was handled really well. I loved the Green Lantern. Paris, Basically, Paris still doing artist. Green Lantern, yeah, but in this book. Yeah, sure. yeah the Green Lantern yeah. stuff was yeah. really, really good. Perez's art is really good. Yeah, I, I looked at the pages. I just like there was so there was there's a lot of words, and and this this issue has a big fight in it, and there's a lot of words. Yeah, so but I just think the no one can do the Legion. <laughs> yeah, well, tell Paul Levitt's that. Um, it was it was I enjoyed it. I, once I got past the stuff in the, the first four or five pages, who, it was good. Who put Guardians of the Galaxy? Out? Was it me? No, actually, I did. Okay, good because I couldn't remember what I had to say about it. No, no. So go ahead. What what prescient thoughts do we have? Uh, the, the the dog got redeemed. I thought it was that was my. Th- I was like I, when I was trying to think, like, what did yeah. I have to say? I, was like, I thought it was really. I mean, Secret Evasion got folded into this mm-hmm. and dealt with totally perfectly. I and, really really loved the 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 fractured team dynamic. Oh yeah. I mean, like that. that I know that that is the stuff of comic book standard team yep. things, but well, damn it, if they're just not doing it great. But yes, Cosmo the dog is redeemed. Redeemed, and that's what we want out of life. Wasn't he the scroll? He was. What happened no. was that the, he was he was working with the scrolls, and that's how the last issue ended. Right. We found out that he was helping. There were scrolls who were not the scrolls attacking Earth, but they were a pacifist faction, and they were on the run. And the dog was keeping them hidden. He was helping them. So, so he doesn't erasing love you. his memory. Yeah, yeah which I they, didn't quite. Well, I didn't quite get that either. But I went ah. Yeah. Okay, and so it ended with um, it ended with the team finding out um, what the that Quill has uh, had, yeah. had sort of brainwashed. You, yes, it, they, he'd sort of nudged them into going into the, together in this team, even though they might not have necessarily wanted to do that. Right, and so it ended with the team going, "That's it, we quit." And the typical, "What are we six issues in, and the whole team quits?" Nice. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, right on. Right on schedule. Right on. Right on. Does that mean issue seven? They're all going to go to Avengers Mansion and pick a new team. <laughs> we can only hope. So, um, yeah. so Guardians of the Galaxy continuing to be awesome. Honestly, how? How much? What do we? What do we have to do to get you into a, a new issue of Captain Britain and the MI13? If you're not already, I'm just my car salesman pitch. 
What 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 do I got to do? We're all reading it. Not you. Uh, <laughs> the talk- people listening. Uh, I'm talking to the listeners. There's people out there. I know you guys read it. I, I think I got something out of this more than what you guys got. Yeah, the the ending. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I uh, yeah. I was like. I squealed. Uh, I squealed. I bet you did. I'll be a little honest with you. The I like Captain Midlands too. Captain Midlands was my favorite part. Uh-huh. <laughs> the other parts I didn't love so much. Oh, I'm totally enthralled. I want to know what if she's a vampire. No, that part was on. good. It was, it was more of what they were fighting. Whatever that. What this make your dreams come true? Yeah, thing? that yeah. thing kind of lost me a bit. I wasn't really into that, mm-hmm. but I loved Captain Midlands. He was fantastic. <laughs> Captain Midlands. Midlands so funny. <laughs> the very very boring late stayed British super yeah. soldier. Yep. Who he looks kind of, he looks kind of like he looks, Ultimate Captain America. Yeah, he totally. looks a lot like Ultimate Captain America. Um, and I like the whole stuff with Spitfire and all that stuff. That was good. It was good. I mean, it was it was it was good. I I, I liked we, it. But do we know this about Spitfire or is this new? I know nothing about Spitfire. It's she hard showed to up say. in Captain America. She's like a speedster, right? Yeah, yeah, she yeah. Is. yeah. But apparently, she's also a vampire. She's like yeah. a power vampire, like a ah. cosmic vampire, something like that. So I don't really, I don't, I don't entirely understand what happened there, but I don't know if I'm supposed to. I don't know if I care. Blade burning her forearm off was pretty fucked up. Yes, the Blade fight is all. I love that yeah. Blade just wants her dead. That's Blade awesome. is. I got He's. He, you wouldn't think so, but he really is. He's an interesting thing to I don't add. Know if to I've ever book. read Blade before. Like in any, I don't think I've ever seen read a comic Blade. with Blade in it before. I don't like vampires as much. Well, yeah, I just I like lamp. <laughs> well, I just like because it's completely antithetical to everything. That no, it's going on it, in was, book. it was still very fun, despite the, the middle part where I kind of didn't care. But this other stuff mm-hmm. between it after it was good. Yeah. So um. Oh God. So, so uh, I suggested we talk about Mighty Avengers number nineteen, and Connor said, "What more can we say?" And uh, the only comment I have on it is that I just can't believe how bad it's getting. Like uh, the the this the, so this focused on. Marvel Boy and Captain Marvel, and I was like, okay, cool. We're gonna see what happened when you know Marvel Boy said time to go, and I feel like I I'm no different than I'm, I know I don't know any more than when before I read this issue, like nothing happened, and well, I mean, the, the, the basically I'm gonna blow it for anybody who didn't read it. And you Spo- all, we already gave a spoiler alert. I know that, but um, I mean, basically the the Captain Marvel who who found out he was a scroll. He died. Yeah, apparently. I mean, what it looks like is that Marvel Boy is going to take over the mantle of Captain Marvel. Right, except we, it did, didn't happen. But didn't we know he was going to do that or, or even, anyway? Maybe. But either way, what I'm saying is, is that I feel like this is a little impingent on the idea that you have some idea who Marvel Boy is. And oh, I don't yeah. think that most of the readers do. I read the Marvel Boy miniseries, which is the last time we years saw ago. him by Grant Morrison, uh, Marvel mm-hmm. Knights. I think no, he was, was in an issue of the Illuminati. Right, yeah, yeah, whatever. That yeah, one issue, yeah. Yeah. no, but, I'm just saying. I'm just, right, yeah. I know that, but like, he's a kind of confusing character, and he's really hard to put a, a finger on. And I, I think that this was not giving you enough to, to be able to work with that, him. That's exactly that. That's my thing about it is that mm-hmm. I felt is that that's why I'm saying I was no different than before I read it. Ron and I were discussing this earlier today, and I think it's 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 Bendis having all of the story in his head mm-hmm. and not realizing that we don't all have, all have it in our heads. And so he gives us pieces in, of it. Yeah. And it was fun for he's a in, while. He's in too deep. He's in too it deep. It was fun for a while where like, he would just be like, I'm going to tell the story. You follow along. Try to keep up if you can. And it was good for a while because... He was filling in gaps. And we yep. were like, oh, look at that. And there was little things. But this, now he's run out ahead. And I don't yeah. know what's happening anymore. Yeah. And I kind of don't if care. If this ended with Marvel Boy putting on the Captain Marvel costume, mm-hmm. then something happened. Great. It just ended with him holding him in his arms. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not, not enough of me. And I've already heard the speculation. I mean, I don't know where, but... That's not a new, a new idea that he's going to put the suit on. So I, yeah. it's clearly it's, it's been interesting a- because Marvel was an interesting character, Marvel very Marvel. much so. Yeah. Uh, it, it, and and I do remember I remember reading that Marvel Boy miniseries a long time ago and hating it. Yeah. 
loathing yes. it right up until the last issue and then going, I think this was the most brilliant thing I've ever read. I think and I, that was a Grant Morrison, I like... Re- I recall that. I mean, that was a guy, like, literally, like, I don't know what's happening. I got to the end and I was like, I can't explain it to you. I love this. Yeah. J.G. Jones' art on that, by the way, if you can find it. Oh, yeah, beautiful. Uh, um, real quick, I want to talk about Dynamo 5, number 17. Um, I, I, I've talked about it. I've told you all you need to be reading this. Every time I go to a comic store, I get people to buy that first trade for 10 bucks. For past, reverse. Past couple of months, I've been a little worried. I've been a little, okay, well, maybe maybe the steam's running out or whatever. This issue blew me away. It focused on um, basically Maddie, the Captain Dynamo's wife, who brought the team together. She's in a coma. And the, the kid on Dynamo 5 was the telepathic powers goes in her head. And we get we get a basically a character investigation of Maddie and almost psychological and her feeling that everything that's happened is her fault. And we, we see different points in her life. We see how she got together with Captain Dynamo. And it was just so deep and so well-written and so well-done. Like, I was just like, this solidifying that this is one of the best superhero books and you need to be reading Has it. Has this ever been Pick of the so, Week? Uh, yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah it was. Okay, yeah. But it's so, so good. I love I'm it. starting so. to lose track. Yeah. Uh, so. There have been so many. Jeff Smith's Razzle number three. Uh, I'm done with this in this current form. Uh, well, here's the big thing: is that mm-hmm. it, it's funny. A friend, we were talking earlier. A friend of mine twittered. I saw it on Twitter that that Razzle number. He felt Razzle number three really brought it together. Sure, but seeing on the last page, Shipping next March issue, March 09. Yeah, and I, I was like, I can't, I can't do this. This might be fantastic, and when the this issue the trade, was really good, it was, it was yeah. fine. But yeah. literally, that's too long for me yeah. to have to wait because he he's he draws pretty. Sp- I don't want to say sparse, that's not the word, but it reads really fast. His pages are big, they breathe a lot, and it, I, it's too long. It's too long to wait for this little amount of story. And Honestly, I, 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 can't, I can't blame you. I don't want to read it in this format. And it's fine, it's very nice looking, the story is shaping up, it's interesting. That's, that's how, what, what is it, it's October? Yeah. Five months? November, December, January, February, March, five months. I think this book was originally quarterly. Now it sounds like it's twice a year. I mean, if it's, and, and, and we know nothing I now. thought it was bi-monthly, actually, yeah. This was announced at, at San New Diego. New York. Whatever, two years ago or something like that. Oh, was like it announced San Diego two years ago, was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we didn't see it for a really long time. Yeah. And now there's this, and it's just like, okay, get on. Like, yeah, like, no, I agree. I why agree. would it take that long? It's, it's not even that... He, like it's not, it's not he, colored. It's yeah. And it's he writes. Black and he white. writes letters and draws. I mean, I don't, yeah. how long did it take for Bone, Bone to come out? Like I don't know. Well, it's like ten years. Either way, it's it's it, and I realize like he's got like the Bone Empire <laughs> to run. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, um, it might be, but I, I can't I can't do that. No, I don't. Is, I, honestly, I don't. Bl- I don't know. I don't know if and of course Nikola Tesla, another book. Yeah. Common people love Tesla. Um, yeah, I, I can't disagree with you. I don't know if I'm gonna stay with it, but mm-hmm. I think you will. But you won't uh, be happy um, about it. Probably. Fables seventy-seven. I wanted to bring up real quick. Uh, the, the first epoch of the book is over. We are now in the rebuilding uh, of, of everything and, and the reclamation, as it were. The thing that was interesting about this book for me is that um, it flits back and forth between the real world, the sort of politics of Fable Town, which you know, if you've been reading, you know about. And then it goes back into the homelands, um, and there's a story of these two guys, um, and they are, hold on, hold on. Wait for it. Mouse, and, oh, what's the other name? Anyways, it's Farford and Grey Mouser. Oh, is it? Yeah. Farford. I mean, clearly, like, I... Farford and which Grey is a, Mouser. Which is an old... Um, Mignola. Which is, well, right, but it's based on... Farford. It's based on older, old, older stories. But I read that Mignola book. Farford. Mignola and Chaikin. And the Grey Mouser. Right. So they're Best doing thing this thing. It's basically these characters 
Uh, back in the stop, you're throwing me off. And the gray mouse. He's staring deep into your eyes and doing it. That's I'm probably. I just like saying Farford because those I, are I letters know. that shouldn't go in there. In, in I understand. Order. Sorry. Uh, so it's flitting back and forth to these completely new characters doing this completely new thing that we don't know anything about. But it's based on like the only reason I knew who they were was because I'd read that obscure ass Mike Mignola book. Farford. So everybody else must be completely confused. So it was weird. Anyway, the next thing that I need to tell you about, I need I need to tell you about the Netflix. Uh, that would be where you would get DVD movies and Blu-ray, should you want them. Uh, over 90,000 titles, no late fees, free shipping both ways, fast delivery. Most of the shipments will go uh, in just one day. They'll ship from, from them to you. You can get a plan starting at $4.99. And if you would still like a free two-week trial, you can get that by going to www.netflix.com slash ifanboy. I'm almost done with The West Wing. I've been watching it for three years now. <laughs> wow. So um, well, make sure... That beats the original seven years when it was on. It's true. Make sure you head over to ifanboy.com forward slash comics where you can uh, pull the comics that you're buying every week and print a pull list, take it to the store, and then come back and rate them and review them. Uh, normally we talk about... Uh, we kind of read some user reviews, but this week we're going to be doing the book of the month now. So tune back I, next week to hear I, some I do want to say that, that the user reviews last week yep. especially were just... Phenomenal. They're get, they get better and better every week. I mean, and there's awesome. a ton of them. There's yeah. lots of stuff to pick from. No. So don't think that we don't care about them. There's still the update for those on Monday mornings. We loved them. So, um, so yeah, but so on to the book of the month. We're a couple of weeks late because of travel and things like that. I apologize. I'm sorry. But um, I'm somehow I ended up with pick of the week and book of the month this week. This is just, my jaw hurts. That's how it works, man. <laughs> so, uh, so for book of the month uh, – I chose American Flag, the definitive hardcover, volume one, uh, by Howard Chaikin, written and drawn by Howard Chaikin, published by Image Comics slash Dynamic Forces. Uh, And what this is, is this is the culmination of a a project that's taken many years to finish, uh, and that is the first collection of the legendary 1980s series American Flag by Howard Chaikin. Uh, What American Flag is, is it's a – now, you got to understand it was done in the 80s. And it's an important book, and we talked about we we talk about Dark Knight and Watchmen stuff like that. American Flag is in that kind of collection of comics that came out in the eighties that changed what was what was being done with comics. It's in the conversation, yeah, exactly. It's definitely in this conversation. And Howard Chaikin, Howard Chaikin's working on. He's working on Punisher War Journal now. He's in some other stuff. We've discussed. He did that War uh, Flight of the Phantom, the Flight of the Phantom, Flight of the Phantom Eagle. Yeah, um, and we said some things. I like it. I don't like it. Whatever. In order to understand Howard Chaikin, you need to read American Flag. And um, even more so, I think, in understanding the tapestry and history of comics, I think American Flag is something that everybody should read. And it's been hard to get unless you found that it was published by First Comics. It was hard to find the back issues. Now you get this beautiful hardcover that collects, I forget, the, I think like the first 16 issues. You know how long it ran in total? Uh, no idea. No idea. I'm curious how long. Um, oh, I thought it was all inclusive. No, forget it. I'm done. It's volume one. But um, it's like a trip to Kabul. So basically, what it is is that it it's a it takes place in the near future, and if I had to describe it, I'd say it's a combination uh, science fiction, satire, comedy, a little bit of sex, a little bit of action. It's all that kind of stuff rolled into one. Basically, what it, what has happened is that in this world. In 1996, uh, there was a financial crisis, <laughs> and surprisingly, the U.S. government didn't uh, make bailed. it through. Yeah. And what happened was that instead of figuring it out, uh, the U.S. government and several uh, corporations that were supporting the U.S. government relocated to Mars. And in the time that has passed, um, Brazil has risen as a world power, and America has been uh, – the states and cities have been replaced with uh, these corporate entities called uh, um, plexus or plex malls. Um, and these plexes are run by the government on Mars. 
And so essentially, this takes place in the Plex Mall that was Chicago. So imagine if Chicago, a big mall, was built over it. And everyone, we're, not, we're not far from that. Yeah. No. And everyone lives in it. And in, what protects the Plex Mall is a Plexus Ranger. And this issue, this comic starts with uh, Chicago getting a new Plexus Ranger, this guy named Ruben Flagg. And he was previously an actor who, grew, who was born and raised on Mars. And he was an actor in a hit TV show, but he was laid off and replaced by a CGI character. Now that's really this was done. This was started in the early eighties. What's funny is that I was thinking about it. and You said that they moved to Mars, and I was yeah. thinking, well, how would they communicate? Would they have email? Like, 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 literally, like yeah. you have to imagine a scenario where that'd be possible because the the, yeah. the phone. Well, they, they have video screens. It's like it's well, then, it, then they must have some sort of yeah. interconnected Wi-Fi, right? Worldwide thing. web. A, a the web. galaxy is wired for wireless. Yeah. So, so I thought, but I thought the the concept that he was a, the successful actor, and then they didn't want to pay him anymore, so they replaced him with a CGI character. Did they actually use the word CGI. Uh, CG, I think they used. It. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't there was still there was there was CG in in eighty. Yeah, there 80s. were. Yeah, so 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 it's really interesting. That's that really bad Batman graphic novel. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what what happens when he gets there? There's lots of gang violence, and every night um, the gangs start fighting. And he figures out that there's a show called Bob Violence that everyone watches, and in the show there's subliminal messaging saying kill, kill, and that's what's causing everybody to go fight. So he, so it's over, like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, so, so over several issues, he figures this out and gets the gang violence to stop. I played and all then, of them. I never hit anyone. And that leads, that's from the first arc, that leads into the second arc, which leads into where the Republic of Brazil, this world power, is trying to take over Indiana and Chicago and like all this whole kind of things, and he thwarts that. It's, it, it was just so, it was, admittedly it was rough to get started, because when you start reading it, you don't know what's going on. You don't know that you don't understand the universe. You don't get the language. He he invented a lot of words. There's a lot of you know um, uh, slang and stuff like that. Does anybody grok anybody? No grokking, um, thankfully. So uh, by the second issue, though, I was completely enthralled and I couldn't put it down. There's a a talking cat who gets little gloves so he can type with human fingers so he could type. Um, at one point, his partner dies and it, they don't have the budget to hire a new Plexus Ranger, so they give him a robot who's got like a cartoony version of his face. And it just it's it's just like there the characters were so rich and so engaging and and it was funny it was you know it was uh, uh, suspenseful it it was just it, it, I I never I had read a couple of issues I never read it all the way through all the, you know from beginning to end it's hard to read a couple of issues there's no context. with no context whatsoever I just read it because I'm like oh so you know somebody let me in well it's you know. it is a work you hear about I mean yeah. whenever you you hear the classic works of the 80s 90s that American flag is always yeah. on that list and. Yeah. You used to always see it in a store, you know, in the 80s and 90s. You go in and you'd see issues of the it. Or, big, the, big, the smiling yeah, guy. Yeah, the big yeah. square-jawed dude. And, yep. and I never – I always thought one day I should read that because everyone talks about it. I never got a chance, so I'm definitely going to get this because yeah. no, it, it's, 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 it's really, It's really, really interesting. And just a lot of the futuristic stuff and a lot of the commentary of the 80s to see what had, you know, financial crises, you know, uh, technology taking over, you know, just like little things like that. that it are was just, a time of great anxiety. Yeah, it was just really, 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 really interesting. I thought it was morning in America. No, it was anxiety. Oh, it, it was just really, bomb. really interesting, and it, it surprised me that I liked it as much as I did, because I thought it would be dated. I thought it would be pretty stale. Chicken's... Um, Polarizing. This, this is well. Th- this is obviously his his life work. This is this is the one he he will be remembered for when he goes yeah. wherever we, we go. He, he could will be, be remembered for several. He years will be re- before his cancer. He will be. 
it'll be writer artist American be flag. for yeah. that mutant and the TV arc of Wolverine about the death. Um, but it's the TV show he did, the, the oh, mutant, mutant X, X. Mutant X yeah, mutant X. which had nothing to do with the comic book that was out at that time called Mutant X. That uh, John Shea was in that. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so. Um, John Shea played Luther and Lois and Clark. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it, it, I mean, and his artwork is great. It's not, it's different than what it looks now. It's, and you got to understand it's in the 80s, so the coloring is, all, is different and it's a whole different process. But his layouts are amazing. And also, like, specifically within the art, what was really interesting is that he, he integrated the lettering into the sound effects, into the motion. So, like, when he swung to punch somebody, the trail of the punch was the sound effect. And like little things that we see now that at the time were just really kind of revolutionary. So that's um, very cool. Yeah, good times. So uh, so yeah. So you can check out American Flag. Um, you can pick it up actually at In Stock Trades. Um, they have it discounted. It, it, this is a this is a thick book and it's an expensive book. InStockTrades.com has it for twenty six forty nine. I believe the uh, cover price is forty nine ninety nine. Forty nine ninety nine. That's almost half off. That's like forty seven percent off, I think. Yeah. Um, but wait, there's more. Yeah. So if you go to InStockTrades.com, uh, you can get American Flag as well as any <laughs> other trade paperback or any other graphic novel you like. Save up to thirty seven percent off. They've got free shipping on orders over fifty dollars. Um, they've got over fifty four hundred trades in stock and ready to order. New releases every Wednesday. They ship their orders typically within forty eight hours. So go to InStockTrades.com. Uh, pick up American Flag. Don't miss out on that deal. You ordered it, right, Connor? I did order it. Yeah. So it is a, it is a big piece of comic history, and I think a lot, a lot of people don't know. People who come on in the last ten years don't know yeah. that it is very important. I, the same. Think, I think you would enjoy it, Josh. I really do. I mean, I think that, I think that the 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 scenario and the setting, which brings us to donations at ifanboy.com. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so yeah, it was really good. <laughs> Josh is going to go check the donations box while I redo the who, e- well, who has, email. Who is next month's book of the month? I do. You do. Ooh, any, you know what any, I hate hints? having. The Book of the Month. <laughs> <laughs> like when you just said, who has it next? I was just literally over here in my head going, oh God, I hope it's not me. I don't have any ideas. I don't know. I have, any, no, any I have, I have no idea it's, what it's, it's going to be. We're halfway there, man. I got two weeks. Give me a break. Omaha the Cat Dancer. <laughs> two it's weeks. finally time. It's going to be Omaha the Cat Dancer. Two the definitive collection. Cherry Pop Tart. Book of the Month is ShamWow. It's going to be Cherry Pop Tart. It's volume one. So you know nice. it's good. Nice. All right. All right, on to the emails. Email. Bridget from P- Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania says... Sorry. <laughs> you thinking about the ShamWow, aren't you? Yup. <laughs> it's awesome. How do they absorb all that liquid? I don't know, but I want one so bad. Have you seen the... Have you seen when they when the jump cut and they get rid of the liquid? Next time it's on, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it. I would like to... Bridget from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I would like to thank you for introducing me to comics. I found the podcast on iTunes about three weeks three weeks ago. And I was instantly going on Amazon.com to search for Powers, Astonishing X-Men, Ultimate Spider-Man when I got home from school. I love trades, but I'm kind of at a loss about what to do next. I live in a really small town, although it must be outside of Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh's not small. No one I know loves comics and uh, the way I do. The vapid whores I go to school with think I'm weird for reading fables in math class, but I could care less about that. Anyway, sorry I babble. So I guess my questions are, <laughs> how can I start subscribing to separate issues? What can I do about not being up to date on plots? What comics are a good place for me to easily jump on? Thanks, guys. You know, I would like, I like to help just, the Thank newcomers. you for making my bus ride to school so much better. Yes. I like to help the newcomers. Well, it's here, important it, yeah, to recede the audience. It absolutely is important. And it was funny because um, uh, actually the, um, I was listening to Around Comics and Tom Caters was talking about this and saying that there's a big worry of people being able to jump on to comics and this sort of thing. And I'm kind mm-hmm. of with Tom in that. I, I, just, I, don't, I don't think it's so bad. I think that's, people might have to be worse than it is. No, yeah, that's, that's the point. Is yeah. that pe- I think people overestimate, like, well, I don't understand what's going on. Just start reading it. 
Like you'll get it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you'll pick it up. And, and if you I think some books, some books, yes. But yeah. I think you'll find books. I think you know, Flash will be good. Flash, yeah, Flash Rebirth, Rebirth, because I think he's going to write that for people to jump onto. That's like not until next year, though. Yeah, but it's early next year. It's right. going to be yeah. early next year. But yeah. I think that's going to be a good one that comes I mean, out. The thing is, good books are good books are good books. So when we sit here saying like this so-and-so title is good. Captain Britain. Just Guardians pick, of the just, Galaxy. Just, just pick them up and start yeah. reading them. If yeah. you don't like them, you know you won't like now, them. Now, she's in a small town. She can't get issues. That's harder because she's got to – she can't just sample. She's got to order them. So yeah. that's, that's, that's more a, difficult. That's, yeah, that's, that's – You get yeah. discounts wicked. on them that way then. Yeah. You can go to MidtownComics.com. You can go to DCBService.com. As much as I mean, I, I mean, I don't. I mean, go to Marvel.com. They've got this whole digital library archive, and a lot of times they put recent issues for like Runaways are up there for free. Um, yeah. You know things like that give give us a sample. Um, go to go to sites like iFanboy.com. There are other websites out there that I won't mention that sometimes put up previews of books, and you can get a feel for it. Mm-hmm. Um, watch you know watch our video show because we talk a lot about you know kind of upcoming books. And I know the Bendis show that just came out had some art from the upcoming up Spider-Man annual, which yeah. is you can't really see anywhere else. And so. Um, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough. I mean, honestly, it is tough. And I, as I've said this before, is that if you have a question about – if you start reading a book in Guardians of the Galaxy, who are these people? Come to iFanboy, go on the forums, r- r- post a message, look online. Wikipedia actually has tons of comics information. Yeah. You know, like you can, you can glean a lot of it. There are, fan, there are message boards dedicated there's, to comics there's by fans. There's a, re- there's a recommendation thread on our forums. Yeah. What should I read? And, and, and you know, we're in there sometimes, but there's also a bunch of other people who, who, who know lots of things. And, and it, it, that's, I mean, that's what the communities are for. Well, let's yeah. see if we can get her one book each to jump onto. Um, what could she jump? Where, where could, Dynamo what could she 5. Start reading? Dynamo 5? Dynamo 5. Buy the first trade. It's 10 bucks, and see if you like it. Uh, it invincible. Okay. Now's, now's a fine time to be Could she pick up the next issue and be all right? Yes. Yeah, I think yes. so. Fairly welcome, easily enough. Welcome to Hoxford. If you wanted to go back far and get 50, they're on like 53, you know? Yeah. But you could read it. Uh, it's not that complicated. Connor? Superman. Yeah. Starting Ooh, starting, starting, starting this month, Action Comics, Supergirl, and Superman. Yeah. All very good. And for if she wanted to order issues, oh, DCB Service. DCBService.com. MidtownComics.com. Yep. There's 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 places Maybe like that you can get you can you can you can subscribe to issues that way. DCBService.com seems to be the best. Service was the best one. All right, our next email comes from our good friend Tad, uh, who says he was listening to an old show when the iFanboys discovered uh, Project X Challengers Cup Noodle. Um, Ron was so excited he said he was going to order the entire line of Challenger Project X manga. Josh was excited to read the issue featuring the advent of Seven Eleven to Japan. So what happened? Does Ron have a secret shelf of manga in his apartment? Is Josh now an expert on the proliferation of mini-marts in Japan and Asia? Did Connor... Okay, Connor liked the book, but didn't get it, mention any related goal. He can set this one out. So whither went Project X? Uh, we did... What? I got the whole shelf full of it. I know, you did. I got a whole Project X shelf, Tad. We it's did chase books. down the 7-Eleven book and the, sh- and the Dotson book. Dotson. Dotson. We got Dotson. We got Dotson. But the sports car. And uh, we all uh, read them. Uh, we all read them, right? I actually haven't read the 7 Eleven book. <laughs> uh, 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 well, it's good. I'll give it to you. Yeah, I mean, it's really good. Yeah. There's only so much time, dude. Yeah. No, they're um, quick. They're, they're, they're good. They were equally awesome. None of them really matched the greatness of Cup Noodle. I like the Dotson book a lot. The Dotson, Dotson book was, was really, really good. good. Yeah. 7 yep. book is good too. Wait, you, it's, it's really interesting how it started. Surprisingly enough, they're not they're out of print now and they're really hard to get. Are they really? Yeah, so if That's you see them bad. in your store, Project X Challenger Edition, Dotson, 7 Eleven, or something like that. There's a magic noodle one. I don't know what it is, but the 7 Eleven is interesting. They started. They, they, it's freeze dried shrimp. They started in some dude's store and then expanded yeah, no, they, it out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the 7 Eleven one is really interesting how they found there's a, there's a, a convenience store the guy agrees to. They, they invented the double sided refrigerator that we have now. Yeah. To stock easily. 
Like, oh, just so you're stuck in the, into the back. Yeah. I understand. So they, I'm, I'm looking at them talk about it, and they both start to explain it to me. <laughs> well, you know this one, like, yeah. You had a blank look on your face. <laughs> but um, I always look like that this. series is really good, and I you were someplace the, else, weren't you? I, just a footnote on Cup Noodle from that old series. It was nominated for an Eisner that year, and the 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 publishers came out, and they they then they didn't understand why it was nominated, and it was like, <laughs> and like I always wonder if they they looked at like the sales spike after we talked about it because. Not just people listening, but I personally made a lot of people buy that. Like, I, <laughs> so I wonder if they're like, "Where's this coming from?" If they yeah, ever but, knew. But, but compared to to Japanese yeah, sales, guess, like yeah, there yeah, was yeah. like small bump here, <laughs> America, so San Francisco. Um, so email us at uh, email us at contact.ifanboy.com if you have any questions or uh, anything you want to know about. Are we doing voicemail now? Uh, we're going to do a couple of voicemails. Um, well, I don't remember what they're about, so we're just going to see what this one is. All right. Hey, guys. This is George in San Francisco, and uh, I've just got a quick question about art. Uh, some of the comics I've been reading lately, like uh, House of Mysteries, bring in, bring in another artist for just a short segment of the book. And personally, I think it's going to be pretty distracting. When do you guys think it is appropriate or inappropriate to change art mid-issue? Thanks, and keep up the good work. I think that it depends on the situation. In the story. In the yeah. story. House of Mystery is an anthology, yes? House of Mystery is sort no. of an anthology. There's an ongoing story. It actually feels like they're focusing more on that. But in each, they're stuck in this house, basically, all there's these many people. Many stories, right? Is it a mysterious house? And it is. It's the house of mystery. Mm. Um, and, and And there's a bar in this house. And there's no money, so the way that they pay for drinks... I'm making air quotes, uh, is to tell a story. And so usually what happens is... I would, is hate, this, I would, I would hate this bar. I've paid a much deeper price for drinks. <laughs> um, and so usually that story is done by a different artist. I think in that instance it works very That's well. That's perfect for the, the format. Because it takes you out of... I mean, the same way. The story is supposed to take you a different place. It gives you a different feel. Then when it comes back, it sucks you right back in. If it was the same artist, you don't have that same feeling of transportation. It's a way to instantly that, that, know you're in a different story. Yeah, that's a great device. It, it is. I, yeah. I think it works very well for that. Now, now, if there was no story and it was just a couple of pages were done by a different guy, That'd be weird. that would suck. Yeah. Um, Unless it was an anniversary issue and you knew it was coming. It's possible. Like well, well, okay, there's yeah, a couple like of ways that it can books. happen. If, an arti- if they're changing artists in a book. They did this in, in End League recently. Yep. Where like the last few pages are the guy who is the new guy because the the, well, the epoch has changed. What about didn't Captain America have multiple artists on the same issue a lot? Yes, in the beginning they had the Michael Arc doing doing the flashbacks oh, right. to the World War Two stuff, which was so good. The same sort of transportation exactly. Kind of same thing with Iron Fist. Iron Fist would tell when they told stories about Orson Randall, they'd go back to you know like Rusty. classic artists. Or you get a guy uh, similar, like uh, would run a saying Cats in America was they had they had Epting and Mike Perkins doing the same issue, but their the styles are so similar well, that it yeah. wasn't well, so there, there's one where where it was hidden, and that's good. That yeah. works because the story didn't change. Another one they did that one was um, Humberto Ramos and uh, Bachalo did that on yeah. something X Men. Uh, yeah, X Men. It was right. X Men. Yes, and you couldn't tell the difference. Yeah, I could. But, okay, well, yeah, but the, the styles are similar. Now, the styles are similar. Now, speaking in the same vein, the uncanny Ooh. stuff where they're switching back and forth between artists, I think that was probably more jarring. That was more jarring. Because the styles between, are... In that one issue, though. Right. Um, what about uh, Green Lantern? 
with Ivan Reese and Ethan Van Skyver yeah. when they when they switched the in that one issue and that the Sinestro Wars one. I don't think I even noticed. Yeah, exactly. They're similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ivan Reese kicked ass. I love Anyways, I, mean, I think I might like him better. There's a way to do it well. <laughs> there's a way to do it badly. There's a way to use it really effectively to help you tell your story. Yeah, you can use it as a so, device. I mean, in in the way that sometimes in some comics when they do a flashback, but the art looks exactly the same, you sometimes don't know you're in a flashback. Kane, Paul Grist. <laughs> you know no, no, his hair is a different wave here. See, that's how you know. He's gonna punch you. Oh man, you. he's giving me a stink eye like I've never seen before. Um, Seriously, those Michael Ark World War II flashbacks? How good oh was my god, I was looking at those. Pages. How much did he draw an Invader's book? How much would you pay for an Brubaker Lark Invader's book? I'm guessing about three or four bucks a month. <laughs> three ninety nine. <laughs> Start, starting January. Would you pay four ninety nine a month? <laughs> it better be double size. Forty eight pages, bitches. Um, cool. So yeah. So I mean. So I guess. <laughs> weird. I guess we don't. Um, I guess we don't agree Beaches. with you, George. I'm sorry, but. Um, but to each their own, you know. Um, wrong. You're just wrong. All right. If you have any questions that you want us to answer via the voicemail, call one eight 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 fanboys. That's one eight 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 three two six two six nine seven. Please keep them to thirty seconds and say your name and where you're from. And the 40. majority of the voicemail is worth about thirty seconds. So good job this week. Uh, so, that's two weeks in a row. I've told the, I've told the listeners off. <laughs> you're doing great for our rep. Yeah. <laughs> he's they're kind of jerks. He's the he's the <laughs> asshole. Because if one of us say it, then all three of us. Yeah. Say it, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So. Excellent. Uh, it's good to be back. Why did you guys hate the Roberts? What? what? Josh had some criticisms of it and said it was generally good. Why did you hate it? Why did you all hate it? I saw the look in your eye, Josh. You had a contempt for it. Uh, the writer has two names. <laughs> That's weird. I liked him. I really like you, Wayne, but it's weird. Justin. Justin. <laughs> Does he get paid twice? I don't think if so. He, if, he, if he does, then I, he's, hey, yeah, if he's, it, then he's found... Uh, what's, what sucks is he's mad because he has to split it with myself. I'm yeah. only ha- making half as much twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can go to fanboy.com. You can it's read... wallets. Ron's... That's, that's, like, that's getting confusing. Ron's Pick of the Week review for Flash... Uh, no, Final Crisis for Rogue's Revenge, number three. Yep. You wish it was Flash so bad. I do wish it was Flash. Yeah. Right? I do too. Yeah. Fucking A, right. Uh, you can read more in depth comic discussion, <laughs> all the important news, and our co- weekly daily columnists. You can read Paul Dini's weekly column, Christmas season from around comics, writes one every couple of weeks. Up in the uh, top nav of that site there, that's, that's, that's WebSpeak. Uh, there's a little button that says store. That'll take you to the iFanboy uh, store where you can find links to the books we talked about in the recent video shows or our recommendations or a nice little button that takes you over to Amazon.com where you can buy anything you were going to buy before. But when you do it that way, it, it benefits the show and the site, and we very much appreciate that. So please remember that if you can. Yay. Because the holidays are going to be coming. And every Wednesday on iFanboy.com and Revision3.com forward slash iFanboy, you can check the latest episode of iFanboy, the video show. This past Wednesday, we were very proud to present Brian Michael Bendis on iFanboy. Finally, after years of years of chasing him down, we what? Got him. what? 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 Um, so Bendis was great. He gave us a ton of time, and also Lauren Sankovich from Marvel, um, editor on the Ultimate Books. Uh, I had a lot of fun talking to them. Hopefully, you enjoyed the episode. Next week, uh, we're dipping back into the vault. We got some books we want to recommend to you and that you think you should check out. So check that out on Wednesday. If you have a TiVo, then you are responsible for the increased product placement in television. Also, you can watch iFanboy. <laughs> Every week on your TiVo in full high definition quality, you can go there. It's in the video download section. You can see us uh, not looking so good on high def, but the video the graphics look great. We just look old and bloated. Uh, <laughs> I think you should do the next one as Quint. If, if, if you're responsible for <laughs> T-shirts and wearing high fanboy in your chest, used to be everyone wanted a different kind of shirt. No, no. 
Jinx.com slash iFanboy t-shirts Jinx in front It's not even any better <laughs> It is No Well you, It's I mean, better It's always my voice <laughs> I know I know But it was Yeah uh, You need to watch Jaws again <laughs> What I'm gonna do You first British lady Jinx.com slash iFanboy for t-shirts So um, like we mentioned earlier You can email us at contact at iFanboy.com Or leave a voicemail at one eight 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 fanboys It's one eight 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 three two six two six nine seven. We like social networks, and so do you. So go to ifanboy.com slash about, where you can find our links to MySpace, <clears throat> Comic Space, Verb, our Facebook group. We can find our Twitter links, Goodreads, all that kind of stuff. We're all on there, so come be our friend. Josh, you've been reading the same book for Shut Up. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, it's actually, it's That's up really to date. That's really funny. I don't, I don't want to put it up to date. It is up to date. I've just been reading the same book for Shut Up. <laughs> I have, I have about 10 novels sitting on my dresser next to my I know, I 25 comics. Literally, I seeing your stack of unread books literally stressed me out. Oh, yeah, I see it every day. It's, next, it's above my <gasps> sock drawer. If you're still listening, please email us and let us know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. I want to know who's still listening at seriously, this point. Seriously, yeah, seriously, people. Email us, contact fanboy.com, subject line, y- Yes. yes. <laughs> and that's all we need to know. And then write, I'm still listening. I'm still listening. In the, in the yeah. body. Seriously, we want to hear from all many thousands of you. I want to hear who's still listening. Oh, there goes our mailbox. <laughs> what is he saying? The, the overcharges are going to destroy us. <laughs> he snorted. I've lost track. Oh, uh, you can write us a review on iTunes if you like the show. That was mine and that was all teed up. You back up. I'm doing it. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah. All right, all yours. You got iTunes. <laughs> you got a review. Pocus. <laughs> write a review. Show. How about some relevant information in there, I've Quint? Got it. Well, finish, ladies. Leave a review for the video and the audio show. Video right, yes, we appreciate Steve. it, everybody. And finally, if you want, if you're still listening and you want more of this mayhem, you can go to ifanboy.com forward slash donations. Uh, donate a couple bucks to us, keep us going. We really appreciate your support. Donations swim through a hole. And I think Back it's time to I think it's time to sing this one out. Back into the cave. Show me the way to go. I'm tired and I want to go to bed. We'll drink about an hour ago and it's gone right to my head. We have to drink it, really. I may roam on land or sea or foam. Gonna need a bigger boat. Doesn't say that till later. The irony is, is that I don't have a drop the drink. Neither have I. I should come down here and chum some of this shit. And then he gives the greatest take of all time. <laughs> the shark pops out of the water and he goes bolt upright and his eyes go big and he doesn't say a word. He's underappreciated. Oh, truly. Chief, next time you need to know which one to pull, you just come ask me. <laughs> That's what she said. Until next week, I'll be home in time I'm for Connor. He's Quint. He's Quint. Damn, damn right I am. Portable shower, monkey cage. 